Hey, Sean. Hey, David. Don't you hate when you plan something months in advance and then the company that you gave your money to, they're like, you know what? We're not going to make enough money, so we're just going to cancel everything and refund your shit. Yeah, I've had that happen to like concert tickets and stuff, but nothing mm-hmm. substantial. You know what's the worst is when it's a flight because now our long-awaited bro date is up in the air. The bro union? <laughs> the bro union. The state of the bro union is uh, the balance of the universe is in shambles. Yeah, that's right. Swoop has decided to preemptively cancel a shit ton of their flights in June because they apparently aren't going to make enough money on the flights. That's uh, that's unfortunate, but that's June, David. We're in April. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Do you know? Do you know what comes after April? It's gonna be May. Hey, whether it's your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game, we've got you covered. Welcome to the Seen on Screen podcast with your hosts Sean and David. Hello, hello, hello. It's my favorite episode of the year, the one that happens just before May, and we get to use my favorite audio clip, and apparently the (laughs) intro is playing itself again, because that's just the way she goes today. David, how are you, my friend? Well, aside from your flight snafus, (laughs) that, uh, that affects all of us. That affects you and me. It affects like eight people and our listeners at home (laughs) because that was going to be that's that's all right. I rebooked. (laughs) So the problem is not really much of a problem anymore. I just have to go pick you up later than we anticipated. That's all. I know. That just means that we'll just have time for beers in the afternoon that day instead of beers and board games. What on the the first day? Yeah. I mean, I'm picking you up at like eight o'clock at night. (laughs) I know There's that's like prime that exactly instead of having beer and board games, we're just going to have beer and burgers, burgers and beer and video games and all in between. You know, but, what, uh, you know, what also has burgers in it. Bob's yeah. burgers. This episode of the scene on screen podcast. <laughs> this episode of the scene on screen podcast. So, so before <laughs> we get into this episode, we should preface this with we started it being like, wow, we have nothing to talk about. And then David and I were like, hey, did you see this? Hey, did you catch this? Hey, did you hear about this? And now we've got a smorgasbord of all things. And I want to start off with walkabout mini golf because that's what we like to talk about around here. Things oh that my keep God. us active. Walkabout mini golf. I have a confession to make. I know you haven't played it. I haven't played the update. Did I you see the video I uploaded? I did. I... Uh... <sighs> I've wanted to. I've wanted to go and explore that uh, that new oasis that they've released, but I don't know. I kind of. I know you didn't wait for me. Well, I I, I didn't. No, I. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to play at least once a week. Uh, I, I'm like I, I make sure it's in part of my rotation. I do this thing now once a week or twice a week called active gaming. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not about to go buy Switch Sports Resort. I just I like playing some of the games that I have on my. My uh, VR, I've been playing some Golf Plus, which has been really fun, but I like to go play Walkabout. I checked out the update. The The new lobby or Welcome Island is pretty cool. However, and this is a tiny little asterisk, I couldn't find what they were hiding. So I flew around that island. I, I took the boat or the, the raft. It looks like they've built it to expand and then expand and then expand. Um, you're you're really enticed to go check out certain areas. There's some paths that you can follow, and there's like a little lounge area that you can hang out in. It's a destination while you're waiting for your friends, and it it honestly solves the one problem that the game has or had, where it's like you're waiting for your friends to join your lobby. What do you do? You just float around and walk around the empty golf course, or do you just go into practice mode? Or what David does all the time, he just starts a game and you have to catch up to him. 
So there's like all these different options that you used to have. And now it's just like this putting green that's interactive and fun. And it doesn't matter what kind of hole you choose from. So you can like, how do you pick the hole that you want to put your ball into? You you just literally, (laughs) you just go down to the green and your ball will just like end up there. And then once your ball hits the hole, it just pops out. Interesting. So do you get to pick your balls up or do you have to, you just go to the green and there's your balls are right there. Yeah. Your balls are just right there. You just yeah. walk around and it, it like it still needs a little bit of a refinement, but I feel like the way they've designed it, there's going to be more options. Um, I feel like there's like that uh, in the video that I sent you, there's that hut to the right. I think yeah. that's going to be kind of where you can do customer like customization. It just looks like, why would you put it there? Right. It's like there had to be a reason you put it there. That was non aesthetic. So, yeah. So you, what you're saying is that your balls follow you around wherever you go. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> This is a Manscaped ad without <laughs> being sponsored by Manscaped, apparently. Yeah. Um, the only thing is, it gets tiring very quickly. Like, I'd rather play the courses. Like, what do you mean it gets tiring? Like, it gets boring? There, There's no purpose. Like, they want it to be this destination where it's like, oh, you're just, hang- you're going to go log in to walk about and hang out with your friends. Uh, bro, have you played with the MetaQuest 2? Or an Oculus Quest 2 for those people who had it before it was rebranded. It's always forever going to be the Oculus Quest 2. But have you played with one? Because like if you're playing with three or four people, you've got three courses maybe. That thing chews up battery when it comes to Wi-Fi. That thing chews up battery when you're fox hunting. At least we don't have any of that for a while. Well, the but thing like, is, it, is it you need to get a battery, battery pack. Like I have a battery pack, I, and, and I purposely got it so that I could play... Uh, walk about for more than two courses. Um, and, and I can easily get like another, well, what two courses takes us what about two hours, maybe. Um, well, it depends on how we're how, playing and who we're playing, with. how we're playing, but I would say on average an hour and a half to two hours. And, and, and by the end of that, our batteries are dead. But with the battery pack that I have, it snaps onto the back of the, uh, the, the headrest thing. On and your like, you have a Halo one, or do you have a different well, one? I have a third party one. It's the shit. What's it called? The Bobo VR Two Pro, and it came with a battery pack, and it just snaps on the back, so it balances out the headset. Um, and it gets me another like four or five hours of gameplay. Interesting. Yeah. So. With uh, like the last time we played, I actually just used a cell phone battery pack that I had Mm -hmm. and had it like wired into my pocket. So I played on that first because it's about the same voltage, right? So it doesn't really like the draw isn't insane. But when I'm playing games, you need at least a two amp. You need at least like a two amp draw or something like that. Yeah, you you cook. But these things, uh, like the one that I have, is a, a Samsung one designed for the. Um, I guess the last series, like the 21 series. Yeah. So it's it's a pretty powerful little guy. It's like 7,500 milliamps. So it, it's got some space. Yeah, but, that, that, that'll give you a significant amount of... But then you have that cord kind of flopping around, right? Yeah, I, do, I don't notice it, though. Like okay. the, um, the thing that I was going to say is, like, even if I'm playing something like Demio, I'm just plugged into the wall because I want to be in a nice chair with a back that I'm comfortable in, but, like, I, I can stay mm-hmm. upright and it doesn't, mm-hmm. like, feel... I guess mundane to like hold, but we're not here to do another podcast on walkabout. That's for another time. Very <laughs> soon. I hope we're here to do a podcast about all things, gaming and movie news today. And uh, let's start off with just the basics. Cause David was a little offended when he messaged me this morning, we were talking about some show prep and he, he brought up third place. Sony. I'm calling them third place Sony until they do something to get into second and or first place. Their time, their time is over. They're no longer the supreme leader of the gaming world. No, no, they're first base Sony. They're trying to get to third base. Oh, I said place, not base. <laughs> I know, but this is better because, like, I would say, out of all three video game companies, the one that is closest to getting in bed with us is Microsoft. I, I what <laughs> for their offerings for the services that they offer to us? Oh, true, true, true. 
the, 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 all I've learned out of the last few months of owning a PlayStation five is a, I was apparently lucky there to get one. Cause you still can't get one readily. And B Nintendo's online might be slightly better. And that's like verbal diarrhea. Yeah, no, that's a stretch though. How <laughs> okay, you have to justify yourself. There so, is okay, so, I'm so sure that there's point. someone listening to this right now, just screaming out into nothingness because they think that you're so wrong. Okay, so let, let me. I'm uh, kind of on the fence with them too. Let Let me preface it. Okay, okay. You ready? Are you ready? Are you good? I know when I'm paying for my Nintendo Switch online with expansion pack exactly what I'm getting. Like, you know, I, I know that NSO expansion is kind of growing <laughs> just ever so slowly, mm-hmm. but they're not, they're not going to come to us in August and be like, psych another $25 because Nintendo would actually have a revolt on their hands. There's, there's no voice chat that's anywhere near good unless you use the app. And that's even terrible. I'd rather use discord at that point or, or how I play with most people. We just play over like um, FaceTime. Um, you're getting free content. And I'm saying that with an asterisk. Like you're getting that free content that you bought 25 years ago on mm-hmm. your Nintendo 64. But you're getting what you're paying for. Right. But you can't turn around and slap uh, an arbitrary number like $140 on their highest tier product in Canada and be like, yeah, this is equivalent to Xbox game pass ultimate because that's what they're trying to do. Sure. And, I'm, I might've been it's off weird base. because they're, they're trying to market it as a, a direct competitor without saying that they are yeah, really. Like, Cause they're saying access to 700 plus games. Well, they've, they've had that, well, maybe not 700, but there's been a few hundred plus games already for PlayStation now, but they just kind of, when that was released, they released it as if it was just kind of like a, I don't know. They did what Google does and released something. And then a few months later, just kind of forget about it. Yeah. Google's uh, very good at that. They're like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. Like here, here's okay. I, I was off base. I apologize. Listeners. I said, I said something a little outlandish, but do I take back the fact that I think in terms of value is third place? Not at all. It's third place. The value is not, I would say 100% yes for as of right now, like even they don't have, because they don't have a family plan either. It's even harder to justify. Right. And I know that family plan for Microsoft. Yes, but you can easily get a year of game pass ultimate for, you know, like 120 bucks. Right? Or twelve dollars so, if you do, or right. even less, right? Um, and so the problem is, is that because the value, it's so hard to find value in a solely streaming platform. Like I've had a subscription to, uh, um, what's it called, PlayStation Now for two years, only because what? I got the the it at like a really cheap price. I think it was like 40 bucks for the year. Yeah. But did I get my $40 worth? I wouldn't say I did because the PlayStation, like maybe I would say maybe not straight up. I didn't, but it's a stretch. Um, Have I played many of the games part as part of the PlayStation now lineup in the last few months? No, because a lot of them have been released already as PlayStation plus games, or they were released as PlayStation plus games afterwards. Um, I've played a few of the streaming games and like the, the PlayStation three ones just for the nostalgia and the, the streaming quality is so bad and I have fast internet. I have pretty good. I have what is like gigabit with the, really good upload, all that stuff. So I can stream pretty much anything. I could have like multiple 4k video streams at any time I can play and download stuff at the same time. Right. But I was playing, what game was it? It was, um, Castlevania. It was like the, when they, 
I forget the, it's the one with uh, Patrick Stewart who narrate, narrates it. Anyways, um, there was one level where there was like rain and shit and I'm fighting this werewolf and the video got so pixelated that it looked as if I was watching a movie that was downloaded in, you know, 2007 that was burnt to a DVD from a really poorly ripped source. And like, that's going to happen with all platforms. I like, I I, I, I don't think you can escape that. Have you tried streaming games on um, xCloud? Uh, No, I'm I'm going to dabble in it when I go away. You need to try this because I have streamed a bunch of games on xCloud um, through my Xbox, through my mobile phone. Um, Not so much on my PC because I don't know if I have, if you can. Actually, I have. Um, And never did it get to the point where the video quality was as bad as playstations even stadia when i had uh the free trial for like a few months of like stadia pro and uh, streaming stuff like that even those games looked better it was (laughs) so sony is trying to justify charging 140 bucks a year for their uh, PlayStation Plus Premium. So it allows you to play games online, have cloud saves. You get your free play- PlayStation Plus games each month, but then you get access to downloadable PS4 games and I guess some PS5 games. I don't know if they're going to do that just yet. Um, and then the library of like PS3, PS2, and PS1 stuff, but it's all streaming. Now, games for games like PS2 and PS1 that aren't super graphically intense they might look better and play better but still like they're for some reason their streaming platform just isn't up to snuff so when people were looking at the prices like a lot of people were disappointed yeah so i don't know the way i look at it and i'm still struggling to see the the full value in playstation plus and like the, the, i understand again the 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 concept of free games and I'm paying for a service and they're giving me some free titles mm-hmm. and like I got excited a little bit because I was like oh FIFA 2022 that's super awesome that is going to be free in May that's great and I started looking back at some of the games that I've picked up on my PlayStation yeah I've saved a ton of money I paid a hundred or what I pay sixty nine dollars for the year or something and I I have a lot of titles in my my catalog. Mm-hmm. But are they games that I would have rushed out for? No. Like, I Probably picked not. up a second copy of Fallout 4. Do you, you know what I've been playing on my PlayStation recently? Oh, hold on, Besides you bought my, Fallout 4? No, I got it for free on PlayStation Plus. Oh, okay. So, oh, yeah, part of the collection, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I've, I've, I've redeemed every game possible, but, like, on my PlayStation, uh, right now, the only things I'm playing are Spider-Man. I play Fall Guys every once in a while. I've been playing Fortnite because I got rid of build mode. Mm-hmm. But when you look at like what's been purchased, I have no interest in playing half of these games. Like Bikini Bo- Battle for Bikini Bottom? Yeah, I was excited to try that one. Did you play it? I downloaded it. It's fun. Ghost Runner was in there that's kind of cool planet coaster um i did pick up ultimate chicken horse which is an amazing game you should all play that game it's the most fun you'll ever have with pixelated chickens and horses there's so little value in these free games right now like dirt 5 was already free on xbox but i picked it up a second time detroit become human that game was amazing years ago but it's like things that i'm not gonna turn around and like buy i'm only collecting them because they're free Mm-hmm. Like Overwatch. Cool. Thanks, PlayStation Plus. The only one that I was genuinely excited to see on the list was DC Super Villains Lego. Because you always get the highest value in Lego games. They hold up unless they're Star Wars games and then they're apparently re released like a hundred times. Um, speaking of which, are you enjoying Lego Star Wars? I am. It's uh, it's it's relaxing. I like how they they. I don't know. It just you you remember playing the original Lego Star Wars games, 
Yes. And how you kind of just get lost in the missions to explore and collect all the the studs that are everywhere and just destroy shit. Yeah, that's the fun yeah, of it. It's brought me back to that. Nice. The uh the one thing that I'm I'm really enjoying, <laughs> which is kind of funny too, is even the like some of the characters are DLC that you have to pay for. Unless you bought the deluxe edition, but they've already uploaded like 300 and some odd characters into the game that you can unlock with codes and stuff. And I think that's pretty sick. Like there's a red battle droid and I want him. I got I'm like, I don't want to cheat and find the codes. I want to find the codes on my own or mm-hmm. earn or earn them using like uh, studs, but it's pretty sweet. It's a, it's a good game, but back to this PlayStation plus thing. I have this feeling that by November, you're going to see this service very on sale. Not regular on sale, very on sale. I don't know. I don't know how on sale we're going to see it. I think Christmas we might see. You remember how there's there's always deals um, for discounts on PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold way back in the heydays of uh, the console wars. Um, I feel like we might see something like that, but if you uh, pay attention to the forums, aka there, <laughs> who browses forums anymore? Uh, Reddit. Th- people are trying to find out ways to maximize the their way of getting PlayStation Plus Premium for as cheap as possible. Uh, much like how Microsoft had a upgrade to. What is it? Uh, Game Pass Ultimate for yes. a dollar or something like that. And and now with Microsoft, with Xbox, you can only stack up to three years of Xbox Live Gold. So at most, you could only get three years of Game Pass Ultimate for uh, essentially a dollar plus whatever you paid for your um, Xbox subscription. So in the FAQ, the Frequently Asked Questions on the uh, PlayStation Plus new website, It states, what if I have, and this is paraphrasing, what if I have both PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus? And the answer is, now this is, if I'm understanding correctly, this will work out for people to get PlayStation Plus Ultimate for a long time. Um, So it says that if you have both memberships, uh, you will be placed in the PlayStation Plus Premium tier which is what PlayStation now automatically transfers to. And then your renewal date will change to the date of whichever service you have the longest time for, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So if I'm understanding this correctly, I have like 13 months of PlayStation now. And I have PlayStation Plus for the next like three years, like 2025 or something like that. So based off of what Sony is saying is that I should be automatically transitioned to the PlayStation Plus premium tier. And my renewal date for that tier should extend to 2025. Now, some people are now some people are wondering or thinking that it means no, you're going to have the PlayStation Plus premium tier until the time that your PlayStation now subscription would have ended and then get dropped down to the lower PlayStation plus tier. So it'll be interesting to see how that works, but based off of the wording on their website, um, it looks as if it's just merging you up to that top tier and keeping you there until your PlayStation plus or your PlayStation subscription would normally end. Now the thing is um, what's kind of shitty is that okay? So say you have currently, say you have two years of PlayStation Plus that you paid full price for, and then a year of PlayStation Now that you've paid full price for, right? Your subscription would change to PlayStation Plus Premium for only two years because that's the length of your longest subscription. So the money that you spent on that year of PlayStation Plus, right, is you're getting nothing from it. Yeah. <laughs> so Sony is essentially being like, you know, we're just upgrading this and, and taking that money essentially that we paid for that service that we got. 
um, and and just kind of ignoring it. You know, it's like it's as if they're kind of like sticking in their back pocket and hoping that we wouldn't notice. What they really should be doing is, okay, you have PlayStation now. We're going to put you in that tier for the highest one, and then your collective membership time is three years, and then you're going to be at that tier for three years. If that's what they're doing, uh, so it does, it's, it's it kind of annoying, seem, right? It doesn't seem nearly as accessible as it could be. There should have been a uh, an entrance that was designed to slow, like to to help integrate everybody on these changes. And I just don't think that that's possible and or feasible for them. They that's not their goal. They want as much money as possible. And they're doing it as fast as possible. And like, we know Sony likes to half-ass shit. They really, mm. truly do. And it's it's been made very apparent numerous times with some of the ways that they, they strategize and try and build their customer base. Even their movies have sucked lately. Like, yeah, especially Morbius? the Spider-Man one. What Spider-Man one? The one that Disney made? Yeah. You hated that movie? No, I'm joking. You get out of here. You go home. <laughs> um, but like even their film department right now is struggling. Like um, they did just announce two sequels. Venom's getting a third movie. Did you watch? And, um, did you watch Venom? There, let there be carnage. I haven't yet. No, I watched it on the plane. Oh yeah, for anyone that was wondering, I was in Toronto last weekend. Um, nobody was wondering that. <laughs> well, someone was probably like, wait a second, David. Why were you on a plane? You were just talking about being mad about planes. Yeah. How can they fly? Bum fuck nowhere. Yeah, that's right. We have a grocery store. Grocery store. <laughs> yeah. And what restaurant don't you have? Huh? <laughs> I don't have a Chuck's. <laughs> and I don't have a Wendy's. Anyway, so um, I watched it on the plane. And. Let me tell you, it wasn't bad. I would say it's, well, you saw the first one, obviously, right? Yep. Did you like the first one? I enjoyed the first one, yeah. You I thought will the enjoy- second one was supposed to be funnier. You will enjoy the second one. Ah, uh, yeah, I could, yeah, they tried to add a little bit more humor to it. Um, Like almost, not to the extent of being able to call it slapstick humor, but it was, it was kind of getting there. Um, if you like the first one, you will enjoy the second one. I think it was satisfying enough for uh, a character. But again, um, like most superhero movies that introduce a new villain, it just didn't feel substantial enough for the villain. Um, there is is like a typical like big build up, and then you know like the end fight is just like oh okay. Well, that's done. But um, after the end of what was it, Spider Man? We're definitely going to have. Uh, yeah, um, it's going to be a Venom versus Spider Man movie for sure, or which would be weird. Movie. Which would be super weird. I don't know. But I guess like they have to be against each other before they can team up, right? Because that's what happened in Spider Man. Yeah. Right? Um. So that's getting a, a a third movie. So Venom will officially be a trilogy. Ghostbusters Afterlife got a sequel as well. Which is huge. Uh, yeah, you know what? And the thing is, is that movie was actually good. Like, surprisingly good. So I, I'm not surprised that it's, it didn't... I'm sorry, I'm not surprised that it did get a sequel, but I'm concerned that it did get a sequel. I'm, I'm, I'm happy, but also, what are you doing with Aykroyd, Murray, and Hudson? The way they ended that movie, you knew a sequel was very possible, but, you know? Yeah, and the thing is, it's like, I feel like the, the end of that movie would connect to, like, the, the new VR video game more. Um, because it's, it feels like a direct relation, right? Like, uh, what's his name? reopens yeah. up the ghostbuster stuff and then um now you're playing the ghostbuster game but i don't know i find that uh movie series do this all the time right when a movie is a hit they always try and make a sequel and sometimes the sequel is really good but then they keep pushing them out and then they just get worse and worse and worse and worse, and worse. so my concern is with uh, ghostbusters because they 
I think a big part of the appeal of the first one, or I guess the this the reboot was. the reboot was the fact that it had the original cast in there, right? Like, because well, did we know that in the trailer? Yes. Well, we I don't know if we actually now that I think about it, I don't remember. But we I, knew that the original cast was there because it was in the news and everything like that, right? We knew so, they shot something, but we didn't know what the the extent was. But we knew that it was directly related to the original Ghostbusters films. Yeah. Right? So I think a lot of what brought people to go see it is the people that wanted to see how it was connected with the original films. Unlike uh, the Ghostbusters female edition. Who are you going to call? Who are you going to call? That's right. Uh, Where it was kind of trying to be connected to it, but also do its own thing. So the biggest thing with Ghostbusters Afterlife for me anyways was yeah okay you re- like it was supposed to be a reboot but also it was supposed to be canon and that's what they were like pushing throughout the press and the original trailers like they gave you or they left you no doubt that it was going to be a canon film right I'm just trying to like buzz through the trailer really quick. And I don't think you see any of the original Ghostbusters, but you see like the trap. Oh, it, you know why it tells you is it's because she's a descendant of Venkman, right? Mm-hmm. Or, um, not yeah. Venkman, Spangler. Spangler. So we, you knew that there was an affiliation to it right away. And you knew because, um, uh, Harold Ramis was like, uh, he has passed on that they were trying to build it. Is it canonically? Is that the the correct word? Canonically? I don't know. Yeah, but they're trying to make it canon. Yeah. (laughs) Canonically. Canonically? Canonically. I don't know. I guess that's the thing. According to the order of canon law, it is canonical. There you go. Learn something new, podcast. And you guys are all smarter than we are, so uh, congratulations. So, enough of Ghostbusters. Into the Spider-Verse 2, or Spider-Verse 2, has been delayed as well. So, Sony's all over the place. Sony is not having a good week. They're like, we're about to lay out hundreds of millions of dollars on these movies. By the way, the movie that you guys really want with Miles Morales is not coming out for a while. Sorry. And then they're like, yeah, hey, Canada, suck it. Here's a $140 price tag for... uh, what you're getting. It's just oh, well, it's so all over the place. <laughs> For a moment there, I forgot that we were talking about PlayStation Plus still. <laughs> I know we we were just talking about Sony, so I just Sony I wanted to wrap that one up in a bow and then hit our hit our next one. Because there's there's still so much to talk about. You know what I'm else so is delayed? Time. Um <laughs> I know what was delayed, and it makes me laugh because he's so cool. Exactly. And you want to bet it was delayed and it, it's going to come out soon that it, it's delayed for one of two reasons. Okay. Here, for anyone, sorry for anyone who hasn't figured it out. The super Mario bros movie was delayed. Oh yes. My apologies. So here we go. I I'm going to put two possible scenarios out there, David, you can either buy them. Tell me how high you're buying them. Okay. On a percentage. Okay. Scenario number one, The studio is not happy with the movie. So Illumination is like, man, this movie is asshole. We need to change it and reanimate a bunch of stuff. A la Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which has done so incredibly well. Or Sonic the Hedgehog 1. 1, yeah. Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is apparently doing incredibly well. So that's scenario number one. Okay. So Illumination is not happy with the the film. Now, the second one also involves Illumination. But it also involves Chris Pratt. Wow. Pause for effect. Chris Pratt has made the news again and again and again. And there are petitions to have Chris Pratt removed as Star-Lord. There's Really? Yeah, because of the homophobic stuff. Wait, he's a homophobe now? I, I think he always has been a homophobe. So... Like I, sorry, I I should not speak he, without knowing factually 
like However, he looks like the is, kind of guy that would kiss one of his guy friends at a party and be like, "Oh yeah, man, we were just having fun because we were drunk." Nope, as, no homo. As Andy Dwyer, yes, I would say probably, but there Every guy are, has kissed a guy friend at a party. There is active <laughs> petitions out there right now, legitimately about Chris Pratt being removed, and James Gunn even came out and was like, "If he goes, we all go." Who's James Gunn? The director of Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's right. Chris Pratt. Well, that's the thing is like he's a st- he's been established as that character in that franchise, so they can't really get rid of him. If they do, then that franchise is gone. What are they going to do? Recast him after what? Like two mainline movies, um, a Thor movie, two Avengers movies, right? Like they're they're not going to be able to recast Chris Pratt, even though. He's so cool. You, <laughs> they just can't do it. So I think it's less option two, more option one. But I'm going to put a, a spin on this. I think it's Nintendo that has an issue with it. Because Nintendo is so controlling of their IPs that if this movie isn't up to their standard of quality. And you know what? Say what people will about Nintendo and their business practices and their shitty pricing schemes and stuff like that. Nintendo consistently releases quality products minus the stick drift on the switch that they are ignoring, but all of their games are, you know, very good games. You know, uh, all of their services that they release, like the, Maybe not the best, but they are so overly prepared when they release stuff. Like they, well, like what was it? Metro Prime 4. They announced that game so long ago and they announced it so early that instead of just saying that, like instead of just doing what some companies do and ignore it forever um, or just keep delaying it, they actually came out and publicly apologized saying that they have to delay it and asking, you know, for forgiveness. And they said, sorry for announcing it so early. So Nintendo is also a company that if you were to make a a Mario knockoff game or a video or something like that, and it was getting big and it was getting traction, Mario or Nintendo's lawyers would be on your door telling you to stop, right? Like they take so much pride in their IPs, especially Mario. Yeah, that I think that there is concerns with on Nintendo's end on how the movie is turning out. Um, you know, Mario himself has always had kind of like an Italian accent, even if it's not like hardcore Italian. You can tell like it's it, it's there. So even the fact that they said uh, Chris Pratt's not going to be doing a you know, American Italian accent, you know, that, that changes the character in itself. So it could very well be that they're recording dialogue and it just doesn't feel like Mario. And that's the thing is like this movie, so much is riding on this because this movie is either going to be horrible or it's going to be great. And it needs to be great because I think Nintendo is investing a ton of money in this. This is one of their IPs. So if this goes bad, then it's going to severely affect how their characters viewed. Yeah. And it needs to be perfect. It needs to have that Nintendo seal of quality that was worth so much back in the heydays of, you know, the super Nintendo and the N64. Right. So I think it's more a Nintendo thing and less an illumination. Thing. Cause if you look at the movies that illumination makes, they're all pretty good. Yeah. So, just so I can clarify, um, the accusations and the the petition that are out there right now are not necessarily about Pratt being homophobic. It is because Pratt is reportedly come under fire for being a member of a church that promotes uh, promotes L- anti LGBTQ views. Pratt has also been called out for his political stances after not being part of democratic gatherings, leading to some fans wanting him canceled and replaced as Star-Lord within the MCU. Multiple people have come to his defense on this. However, his involvement with this church um, has been suspect 
to these allegations. Um, on April 23rd, a fan tweeted for Marvel to replace Pratt with Aquaman star Patrick Wilson after rumors resurfaced regarding Pratt's affiliation with the church that promoted homophobic views and conversion therapy. The post went viral on Twitter, getting over 180,000 likes and over 12,000 retweets. Whoo! Okay, so taking a step back and looking at the timing, maybe Illumination just wants to put a little bit of water on the fire and wants to release it a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Like, they are also the house of the minions, right? Like, they have a very family-friendly, clean brand. Like, maybe it is affiliated, and for for what it's worth, like, I, I still enjoy a lot of what Chris Pratt is in. I do like Star-Lord. I think Andy Dwyer is one of the greatest characters ever created on television. Um... Man, even in Moneyball, he was brilliant. But that that doesn't mean, like, I I don't know. I I just, to 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 cleanly break from the situation, I think, is probably not Illumination's play. I think they might just be trying to pull the movie right now out of out of the limelight because there is all these, mm-hmm. like, that's a huge petition for a huge Disney star, right? And and the thing is, is with any, um, with any big actor like this, someone who, because Chris Chris Pratt became popular very quickly. Yeah, right? like he was, he, he was on um, Parks and Rec for a long time, but wasn't really a, a household name, right? And then after that, what did he do? Did he just get? Did he get cast into as Star Lord? Like right coming from that. Well, he was in a few different things. I could pull up his filmography, but I do believe there was um, like it was it but was s- joked about even in Parks and Rec because he went from like Andy with a little bit of weight on him to like ripped Andy, and he mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, how did all this happen?" He's like, "I just stopped drinking beer." No, yeah. he went on the superhero diet, bro. Yeah, but he was also and- in Jurassic Park. Well, he was in Jurassic Park after he was in Avengers. Or um, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. So I think Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, listeners at home, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Guardians of the Galaxy uh, was his first like kind of big Hollywood breakout, right? I, I kind of think, uh, can I be a listener? I think you're wrong. I'm going to look it up right now, but I'm pretty sure Lego Movie came before Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah, Lego Movie did. But I would say that's a voiceover. That's different. That's just Lenny's so- voice. The movies, so Guardians happened in 2014. Before that, the Lego movie, Delivery Man, Her, Movie 43, Zero Dark 30, The Five-Year Engagement was 2012, and he's a very big part of that movie. Okay, but still. Star Wars Duel, he played Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) I'm pretty sure, though, that Lego movie was like the first really big significant thing that brought him to more than just the adult viewership, right? And then Guardians of the Galaxy wasn't necessarily like, it's not a kid's movie, but it's not an adult movie. It's kind of like it's, it's anyone can watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. His first big role was Moneyball. And you know what? I never watched that. I never watched Moneyball, right? And people want to see Moneyball because of Brad Pitt. Yeah. And he played the first baseman. Like he had a very large role in that film. Yeah, I have never seen it. So anyway, so I think when an actor becomes as big as Chris Pratt had in such a short amount of time, then people are going to scrutinize their personal lives even more. You know, like people are getting upset that he didn't go to, he doesn't go to political rallies. Is that, did I hear this correctly? Like that's what I read. Why, why does it matter? You know, I think we need people who are, less out there, (laughs) you know, Um, because it seems every day, like nowadays it's either you're like far right wing, far left wing. There's no in between. And, you know, as someone myself, and we're not going to get super political myself, you know, I agree with certain things that are going on in the world, but I'm not one of these people that's going to get overly angry at someone else for their views or if someone does or doesn't do something. Anyways, 100%. I think though that this is primarily though a Nintendo issue. That would be the hope. Yeah. Like like if if it's all about Nintendo's quality control then like 
awesome. Good. I hope it's not anything worse. I know there's like, uh, there's, there's just other activists out there for different things about Chris Pratt and Chris Pratt just seems to continually get dragged. And part of it's his own fault. Part of it's just stupidity. And I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I think part of it is because he's, it's easy to make fun of him now because like he's in everything and I don't think he's like necessarily the greatest actor. Like he plays a certain Chris. He, he plays a, a certain type of character well. Um, but that's really about it. Yes. You want to talk about something that I'm super excited for? Sure. I think that is going to tug on our heartstrings, our nostalgia, and it's going to feel like a throwback to every single Saturday morning of our younger years. That's Dude. right, folks. <laughs> Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers is coming back to life. To a theater near you? No, is it? No, it's coming on Disney Plus. I even, even better see that part of the trailer. Holy, um, coming back to life is such an interesting term because even the joke they make in the trailer about having one get a, a CGI upgrade, or he went for like a what did it, what was it called a CGI job? Instead of like a like oh yeah he got like the yeah the CGI upgrade yeah um this movie looks like it could be really well done and my first thought or opinion was like hey Space Jam was absolutely terrible and mm-hmm. they use the same kind of animation so I'm curious to see how it'll kind of come across but it does look like it's going to be very interesting and the nostalgia factor is huge they're using Disney characters that they have licenses for like come on when do you get to do that ever? you mean disney is using a <laughs> their Disney's license? using its own product <laughs> yeah like it's crazy that never happens so watching this trailer so the trailer dropped um this past wednesday and i watched it thinking like i started off being like okay well what is this is going to be a cheaper by the dozen or whatever it is no hold on what was what was that uh remake Cheaper by the dozen, but it was like yours, mine, and ours yeah. or something. Is it going to be something like that where it's just like really corny or like the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie? No. Honestly, by the end of that trailer, I was like smiling from ear to ear because there was so much in that movie or in that one and a half minute trailer from my childhood. Like movies that we watched, they had... um like Disney characters from Disney movies. They had Saturday morning cartoon show characters in there. Um, I think it's cool that they have both Chip and Dale, one being more in the, it, it's still 3D, you can tell, but it's more like cell shaded. So it looks cartoony, like the classic animation style versus the updated 3D style of pretty much everything these days. Um, the one thing that I thought was weird which is I think they're kind of making fun of themselves is that they have the live action, <laughs> live action Pumba. Yeah. yeah. With Seth Rogen. <laughs> with I thought that was Seth really well Rogen. done. And they put the Seth Rogen laugh in there as well. Right. Like, <laughs> uh, but like Gumby or I don't know if it's Gumby specifically, but they have like the Gumby style, like characters. And I, and I swear I, it's probably Gumby. I'm hoping it is. Did you ever watch Gumby? Like Gumby and Pokey, yeah, yeah. So, and then the I laughed so hard when the the detective took a fingerprint and then he, and he peeled the, it off his hand. He used yeah. the cheese grater just to peel it off his hand. Like I feel like there's going to be a lot of jokes that are aimed towards adults and and uh, people who watched those shows and movies as as kids and the the premise is actually really interesting too. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a throwback to uh, what's it called? Who framed Roger rabbit? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like even like, I just have it kind of playing in the background while we're talking about it. Did you notice when the bumper comes off the car, it's one of the cars from cars that like avoids the bumper. Mm -hmm. It like jumps over it. That's so like, Honestly, it's I think so movie, interesting. I think this movie is going to have Ready Player One levels of Easter eggs. 
Oh, I can't wait. I'm so right? like, I, I think this is definitely going to be a movie that you have to watch multiple times just to be able to take everything in. Um, but the thing about this movie is it's either going to be friggin' amazing or it's going to suck. I feel like there's not going to be really an in between for this one. Yeah, and like the fact that all the worlds are combined too is really interesting. It makes it like if there was a fifth wall in cinema, I think this is it. Like you've blended reality with non-reality and it's all about cartoons like going missing, mm-hmm. which is kind of neat as well. The animation, again, really cool. But the cool thing is we don't have to wait for it. Trailer dropped today and it drops in a month, less than a month. What May twenty seventh, right? Yeah, May twentieth. Well, May twentieth. Yeah, like, May is uh, is going to be a big month for movies, and I'm super excited for Chippendale. Honestly, that's going to be a movie that Friday night I'm going to pop a big bowl of popcorn, get a big bottle of Seven Up, and uh, it's going to be like a Friday night movie night. A seven up, eh? That's what you're going to go with? <laughs> I don't know. It was the first thing I thought of. Mountain Dew? Mountain Dude? <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. That that drops. I'll probably watch that trailer half a dozen more times um, in the next uh, month or so. Just to, like, I, I hope there's a trailer breakdown soon just to, like, see all the things. The the set, or the 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 cast is phenomenal. John Mulaney, Andy Samberg, Will Arnett, Eric Bana, Keegan-Michael Key, Seth Rogen, J.K. Simmons, of course, because why wouldn't he be part of a project that's big like this, right? Looks who's, incredible. Who's J.K. Simmons? Uh, where, do, where do you want to go with this one? So he was the conductor in Whiplash. He okay, that's what I thought. J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson. Okay, that's what I thought. I was making or, sure I had the... Uh... The correct or Commissioner head Gordon face in Michael my, Keaton's me. Batman. Um, you know who's not in there though that I'm really disappointed. Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, he probably is. <laughs> Speaking of Michael Keaton, did you know that he is in the fat or not the Fast and the Furious, the Need for Speed movie? Wait, there's a Need for Speed movie. Have you not seen this? No. I was watching it the other day, just in passing, because we had it on at work, and I was like. Holy crap, that's Michael Keaton. He is uh he's in it. You should check that movie out. It stars Aaron Paul. And it's based on the video game. Sort of. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, tugging at nostalgia factors a little bit more. Kingdom Hearts 4 got a trailer reveal. Uh like two weeks ago. We just haven't talked about it because we've been so busy recording some sweet, sweet content. Um Sora is going to the real world. And I, I know it's been taught kind of done before because the pirates characters are real characters or human. Yeah, but they're still in, in like a make believe universe, right? Yeah. Now they're in like Tokyo. Now they're in like our real world. Yeah. It could be very interesting. I think it would be really interesting to see um, some of the rumors come to fruition. Like, Star Wars or Marvel characters, you know, fighting a demon, which in this trailer, the demon slightly looks like Ragnarok from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, like, that's the, just the world eating like, thing. Like, yeah. I know it's I know, but like, how cool would it be to suit up with Thor or Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yeah, that'd be Obi-Nobi pretty sweet. Kenobi. Obi-Nobi Kenobi. Um, yeah, they could. The thing is, is because it's disney they could take anything like they could work with disney and get pretty much any of their ips that's i think what makes the the kingdom hearts games so interesting is that throughout all of them um there is characters from across the disney universe now the first two movies or sorry the first two games um kind of stuck to the more classic disney movies right like, uh, like little mermaid pinocchio um, Pirates of the Caribbean, um, Aladdin, you know, stuff like that. Pinocchio and lots but, of Hercules. Yeah, lots of Hercules. Um, but now they are now that was before Disney owned like everything. Right. So now by bringing it into the real world, so to speak, they can really explore a lot of other stuff. Right. Like if if going into 
current modern day earth is fair game then like you said what's what's stopping them from going to the star wars universe or marvel universe right like um yeah it'll be interesting but you've never played any of those games right i've i've kind of like dabbled in number three but i wouldn't say i played much yeah they are they're interesting games they are they're fun um the first one is clunky. Even the HD like remake or the HD remasters is, is kind of clunky and you can tell that it was uh, a PS2 game. Um, and the story doesn't make any sense. You know, if you play all the other games and stuff like that, it's confusing as hell. But uh, for the most part, you can just kind of follow along. But I don't know, you, you might like it. I feel like maybe if you just watch the... I'm sure someone's going to have like a YouTube channel of all the cutscenes and the stories and stuff like that. So you can just watch that and not have to play it. I know somebody who played God of War like that. Really? There's yeah. been a few times that I've wanted to play games like that just because it's like, I want to watch the story, but it's like 80 hours of gameplay and I don't, we all know I'm not going to play that long. <laughs> That's how I redid Grand Theft Auto five. Instead of playing it, I just watched all the cutscenes. It was awesome. Yeah. Um, continuing on more games, Nintendo Switch Sports review came out, or Nintendo Switch Sports the review came out. It did kind of what I thought it would. A Mediocre. Seven. Yeah, it's it's fairly average. Like, I mean, like it's a celebrities it's a, it's a Nintendo Sports. It? It's a Nintendo Sports game that's not a Mario Sports game. Yeah, but like Super Strikers got an eleven out of ten, and it hasn't even come out yet. yeah but that's a mario sport game but okay is it a seven because it's not complete no i think it's a seven because i think it's a seven because it's just a bunch of mini game sports stuff right like wii sports took the world by storm because it came out with the wii and it was a new way to play these games and it was so cool right but we've been in the world of motion controls for the last like what 15 plus years. So when they yeah. release these games with all these motion controls and stuff like that, it's not, it doesn't have that wow factor. So because we've already embraced the motion control g- aspect of gameplay, now it's just, I can understand it. It's just the same thing, just kind of in a different package. Do you and know what I would rather spend my $79 on? What's that? <laughs> um four vr games with actual motion control that isn't the same boring shit walk you, about you've golf, nailed walk about mini golf walk about mini golf and dude i could buy that like 12 times i know um not actually but like you've nailed it right on the head like okay we bowling yay we did that before apparently the Wii golf that they're doing is pretty cool but have you seen any gameplay of this soccer that they added? Not really. Looks awful. Well, because you have to wear the the leg strap thing, right? Well, just to kick. It's rocket. It's it's Rocket League with your thumbstick on one hand, and then you have to kick the ball. You have to have a kicking motion to to kick the ball. I mean, like the they're just trying to get strap. they're trying to get people active. <sighs> Okay. I don't know, it's, it's going to be like boxing. No one played boxing in Wii Sports. It's, I don't, huh? this frustrates me. And like, you can see the map. The map looks like there's a baseball diamond that's going to be completed as well. So there could be like a home run derby again, or Wii Baseball, which was fun. But this just, is it like volleyball? Okay, so you're pressing left or right on the thumbstick. The fragile ass thumbsticks that are on your Wii remote or your Wii remote, your Switch remote, your your Joy-Con. Mm-hmm. And you're going back and forth, back and forth to try and win a volleyball game. You think you're going to get a little rough with that thing and then you're going to spike it at the TV? Badminton, the same thing. You got to move yourself back and forth and then still swing the racket. Mm-hmm. Well, revolutionary. I'm I'm very over it. I like I'm surprised it got a seven. And I'm sure the reviewer absolutely hated doing this review. Yeah, probably. They probably opinion. had no fun. It's probably the the highest their heart rate has ever been for a long time. Um, okay, before we go, 
we got a few big announcements. Doctor Strange is coming out on May 6th. <laughs> That's it. Um, <laughs> okay, that... that ugh. That's a like huge how- announcement. That is, <laughs> I said, like, fuck off. I said a big, <laughs> I said a big announcement. Uh, Doctor this Strange movie. is coming out on May 6th, but also that's the uh, Revenge of the Sixth. No, yes, technically, but you can purchase your tickets for Doctor Strange on the 5th. And you can stay, you can stay tuned because next week we're going to do a very fun Star Wars episode. Yeah, we might dabble a little bit on uh, Doctor Strange. That's dependent on whether or not I see it or not. Wait, no, that's going to be the week after because we release these on Friday. So I got time. I got time. Yeah, but you, you got some time. N- not just Doctor Strange coming out next next month. Um, the Bob's Burgers movie, which I hinted at uh, <laughs> about an hour ago, is coming out on uh, May 27th. Are you a Bob's Burgers fan? I was early on, and then I just stopped watching it. Oh man, that movie or that show is is so good. It is honestly so good. I uh, she who shall I almost said it. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, she who shall not be named, and I we've watched all of them. It was kind of canceled or something like that, and then brought back. There was an extra more seasons on uh, Disney Plus. It is it is so much fun. So I'm excited for that one. Uh, but honestly, the movie that I would say I'm most excited for not counting Dr. Strange is, uh, this one here. Are you telling me they're making an archer? full length feature film. <laughs> you know, I don't even know the reference cuz I never really watched Archer. What? <laughs> Archer is just Bob's Burgers before the Bob's Burgers. No. It's the same Archer guy that does the James voice. James Bond is an alcoholic. I know, but the guy who does the voices of Bob does the voice of Archer, so it's kind of I can't watch Archer now without thinking of Bob's Burgers. Lana. Yeah. No. Top Gun Maverick is coming out on uh, May 27th as well, which is, uh, I feel like this movie has been, it was announced so long ago, but I don't know when it was announced. Uh, Tom Cruise still looks like he does like forever ago. That's it's, it's so nice, but also terrible. It is like, (laughs) (laughs) and I wonder how many people on this set he freaked out on. I know, right? Well, because hold on, Val Kilmer is involved in it, involved in this. Interesting. Wasn't he in the first one? He was, but Val Kilmer actually um, talks through a trach. I think. Right. Yeah. Because he, uh, yeah, he's had uh, a a lot of health issues over the last while. So, it'd be really interesting to see how they how they uh, put him in there, but. Um, yeah, this movie looks like it's going to be sweet. I think this is a movie that you need to see in theaters, like more so than any Marvel movie. Because who David doesn't? speaks for himself. Oh, come on. You're you're saying that you would be totally satisfied watching this movie at home with your TV speakers? I don't nah. know. So this movie isn't the movie that my other half would want to watch. So like maybe you and I could see it on you know, pro date. Yeah. You know what? That's see happening. <laughs> see you in June. Um, but speaking of movies, this uh, just popped back into my head and I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet. Avatar has a title. Avatar. That was breaking. It's called the uh, second the way of the one. water, the way of the water. <laughs> But if you are a viewer of Doctor Strange for the first week until it leaks on the internet, that there is a sneak preview trailer in the Doctor Strange screenings next week. Interesting. Right? That's huge. And they're re-releasing the first Avatar movie as well in theaters. In 8K HD. Your eyes can't even see more than 60 frames per second and 4K. I'm just joking. 
but I'm sure someone said that before. Yeah, the avatar, <laughs> it'll literally feel like the branches are in your face. <laughs> they actually give you a branch when you walk into the theater so you can put up your butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, in the show that went way off the rails early on and we were never able to recover, games in May are, to my dismay, not interesting at all. Have you seen this list? Like, the gaming world just took the month off. They were like, yeah, whatever. PAX East was like, yeah, there's nothing coming out this month. Don't worry there's, about it. There's literally nothing. Well, okay, hold on. Pac-Man Museum, baby! <laughs> Sniper Elite 5. Yeah, Pac-Man, Pac-Man Museum. Um, Vampire. Oh, Vampire the Masquerade. No, is that the one that I'm thinking of? That's, Swan that's the remake. Song? That's no. the one that they showed all the trailers for, right? Um, um <laughs> as we're both frantically looking this up. Well, no, I just went back to the trailer that I had open for Dune Spice Wars. I don't know if this actually is the looks legit. No, this one's a this one is uh like a remake or not a remake, like a sequel to the Vampire the Masquerade RPG game that came out on PC using the Steam engine many, many years ago, I believe. Wow, that's a lot of fancy words. Yeah, this one looks kind of cool. I'd say out of all the games um, that's coming out in May, uh, I'm most interested in Vampire the Masquerade. But other than that, I don't know. Get, oh, get the at the me Evil when there's De- a... The Evil Dead the game's coming out. There's going to be like a new walkabout map that'll tickle your fancy. I know, right? That's what all. That's the only thing we care about. When does Dune Spice Wars actually drop? Because I know it's in early access right now. The game looks stunning from what I've seen so far. And I just I can't wait to get eaten by a worm. I don't know. That's the thing is with games in early access, they don't really have to release, give a release date because they can just say that they're in early access forever. (laughs) This game will never come out. But who knows? Guys, this week has been fun. It has been all over the place. And more importantly... It was another week that we had with you guys. So we want to thank you all for listening. That is it for this one. For myself and David. He's so cool. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. Peace.